Hey, you're listening to the C3 Network Podcast with Dan Holland. Our mission is to create a network of micro churches that are finding, teaching, and equipping people to be on mission. Our hope is that this encourages you. Be sure to leave us a review so you can help us share our message with more people who need to hear it. And now, Dan Holland. Welcome back to 21, a series of lessons from the 21 chapters that make up the Gospel of John. And when John wrote this, there were already three other gospel accounts of Jesus' life and ministry written by Matthew, Mark, and Luke. But John thought that more needed to be said, and that's why a full 90% of John is fresh information and insights. Today, we're in John 18. This chapter opens with this, knowing all that was going to happen. In chapters 14 through 16, knowing all that was going to happen, Jesus spent time talking with his disciples, preparing them for what is now about to happen. Then, knowing all that was going to happen, Jesus prayed. And now, knowing all that was going to happen, Jesus endured rejection from the closest people on earth to him. Hello and welcome. My name is Dan Holland and I'm your guide through John. Over the next few minutes, we'll set the table and start the conversation and then you can keep the conversation going right where you are. So the apostles are entering a place where their courage and faith are tested to the limits. Probably more than any other chapter in John, we come face to face with human frailty, divine sovereignty, and the price of redemption. As evening fell, Jesus and his disciples crossed the Kindred Valley. Little did they know that in the middle of the peaceful surroundings of the olive trees, a divine storm was brewing. What the world did not realize was that this very garden would soon be the stage for an unprecedented act of betrayal, an act that would set off a chain of events culminating in the ultimate sacrifice. Judas Iscariot, the infamous traitor, led a detachment of soldiers and officials into the grove carrying torches, lanterns, and weapons. In this hour of darkness, Jesus, knowing all that was going to happen, stood resolute, fully aware of the destiny that awaited him. With unwavering conviction, he asked, Who is it you want? To which they replied, Jesus of Nazareth. And Jesus said, I am he. The profound truth in his words resonated with such power that his enemies, who had come to arrest him, staggered backward and fell to the ground. Now, I don't understand it except to say that it is a glimpse into the divine authority that rested within Jesus. And then there's Simon Peter. I love Peter. In a surge of misguided loyalty, he drew his sword and struck the high priest's servant, cutting off his ear. In response, Jesus spoke words of restraint to him, put your sword away. Shall I not drink the cup the Father has given me? Later, Jesus is taken to Annas, the father-in-law of Caiaphas, the high priest. It's here that Peter, who had followed at a distance, faces his first denial. In the chilly courtyard, when asked if he was a disciple of Jesus, fear led him to deny his allegiance, and he spoke the painful words, I am not. Meanwhile, Jesus is bound in question. He resolutely spoke of his teachings to the world and boldly proclaimed the public nature of his message. Well, that statement resulted in a blow to his face, yet his unwavering commitment to truth stood unshaken. At the same time, Peter faced further challenges among the people outside, denying his association with Jesus two more times. And then, and then the rooster's crow pierced the night reminding him of Jesus' prophecy. The scene then shifts to the Roman governor Pilate's palace. 
Pilate is perplexed by Jesus. Jesus said, you're right in saying that I am a king. In fact, for this reason I was born, and for this I came into the world to testify to the truth. Everyone, Jesus said, on the side of truth listens to me. To which Pilate responded, what is truth? The passage ends with the crowd choosing to release Barabbas instead of Jesus, leading to the crucifixion of the one who came to testify to the truth. I want you to I want you to think back to John chapter 1 where John wrote, He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Now, after you've read chapter 18, tell what you think about this statement. Judas Iscariot's betrayal and Peter's denial of Jesus were necessary steps in fulfilling prophecy and fulfilling God's plan for redemption. Do you agree, disagree, or maybe you aren't sure? Now, I'm going to say it again. Judas Iscariot's betrayal and Peter's denial of Jesus were both necessary steps in fulfilling prophecy and fulfilling God's plan for redemption. Now, let the conversation begin. Thanks for tuning in. If you like this podcast, we post a new episode each week. So be sure to subscribe and leave us a review so you can help share our message. We'll see you next time.